name is Devin Blankenbiller, and welcome to another episode of the Going Deeper podcast. And our goal every week is to dig deep into the bedrock of God's Word and attach our lives to it as we learn to apply it to our lives. And no matter where you are in your journey of faith, we're glad that you joined us today. We release this podcast every Wednesday, and um, if you've enjoyed it, we just encourage you, let us know or share it with someone on social media or personally. Uh, we hope that this has been a blessing. You know, we are living in very shaky times, and we need a firm foundation. So thanks again for joining us. And today we have Nicholas Cummings with us. Nick, uh, our worship leader, communications director here at Abundant Life. And Nick, today we're going to be talking about uh, Jesus overcoming insecurity. Uh, now, I'm sure you don't wrestle with insecurity, right? I right. Mean, <laughs> I mean, you're on stage, right? I mean, you have this calling as a worship leader. You're leading people into God's presence. Uh, no insecurity, right? Yeah, no, never. No, absolutely <laughs> Sarcasm not. noted. Yeah. <laughs> no, I feel like when people on the outside see someone like me on stage every Sunday, they, they think that. Like, no, he doesn't wrestle with that. But actually, insecurity has been a huge part of my testimony and the story that God has, has written of my life over the years. And and it's been a it's been a journey. It has been an uphill climb. It seems like sometimes, and I'm I'm wrestling with insecurity right now. Like there's there's cameras here. We're on a podcast. This is uh, new for me. So we we all struggle with with insecurity. So it's um yeah, it's just uh yes, it's a challenge. <laughs> yeah, right, yeah. Well, listen, we're gonna we're gonna take a look into John three. We're in twenty two. Uh, we're really gonna be touching on. John three twenty two through the end of the, the chapter, and and we know uh, this last Sunday, um, Scott, our youth director, touched on this and spoke on this, an awesome job. The whole purpose of this podcast is just take it a little deeper. And so let me read this, starting in verse 22. It says, After this, uh, talking about Jesus' time with Nicodemus, he shares with Nicodemus about being born again, about, you know, God so loved the world. And uh, after sharing this time with, with Nicodemus, it says, After this, Jesus and his disciples went into the Judean countryside, and he remained there with them and was baptizing. John also was baptizing at Aenon near Selim, because the water was plentiful there, and people were coming and being baptized. For John had not yet put, was not yet put into prison. Verse 25, now a discussion arose between some of John's disciples and a Jew over purification. And they came to John and said to him, Rabbi, he who was with you across the Jordan to whom you bore witness, look, he's baptizing and all are going to him. So basically there's this like insecurity issue here, right? John has his disciples, he had a lot of followers, and then all of a sudden all some of his followers start following Jesus, right? And and it's just kind of like, Jesus, what's going on here? You know, and they were insecure. They were insecure. Nick, just help us to get this concept. I know we use the word insecure a lot. What what does it mean to you when we wrestle with insecurity? What does that look like? Sure. So for for me, I know I said this earlier, we all wrestle with insecurity at some extent. And maybe it's a a feeling of self-doubt. Maybe it's we feel like we're not good enough or we're not smart enough, we're not attractive enough, we're not yeah. talented enough. Yeah. We look at other people and we wonder, what do they have that I don't? You know, what's wrong with me to deserve what I am going through? And maybe you look in the mirror and you think, I'm too fat. Or, or maybe you're like me, you look in the mirror and you think, I'm too skinny. You know, or I don't look good enough, I don't have the look. Uh, I know there's, there's one guy that I know of who all the girls just want him and want to be with him. And I'm just like, dude, if I looked like you, I, w- 
wouldn't have a care in the world, but he's actually one of the most insecure and self-conscious people you'd ever met, you know? Yeah. And so it's, it's just interesting how everyone wrestles with insecurity. Even yeah. if you don't think that they do, they probably do. And like social media, I know maybe there's some of you that scroll on social media and you see that person who's always traveling, always here and there. They've got this and that. They've got this car and that, that you know, significant other. And you're just wondering, why don't I have that? But, you know, social media is a highlight reel and it's not always, it doesn't show the, the darkest parts of our lives. But maybe even in our ministries or how we serve, maybe you're insecure because you don't get scheduled as much as you want to, or maybe you're just not in that leadership position that you think that you are ready for, but maybe the Lord's just kind of like, I don't know, or maybe you, you sometimes think with your relationship with God, maybe I'm not close enough with him. Is there something wrong with me that God doesn't love me? Uh, maybe if you think sometimes if I just got this out of my life, then God will love me more. Then I'll have all of my, all my dreams come true and all my heart's desires fulfilled. But sometimes that's not always, always the case because when we but the, the bottom line is when we, we bring it back to Jesus, that's when the shift changes. So. Yeah. yeah, I mean, it, it, insecurity shows itself in so many ways. Again, in this story, they were jealous, right? John, they're going over there. And the, the emotion of jealousy came out. Uh, we wrestle sometimes with the emotion of discouragement, right? Yeah. Or depression. Like, mm. I'm just not good enough. You kept saying it over and over again. We wrestle with not being good enough. And, and that thought can turn into emotions. And then we're, we're, we're just discouraged. We're just depressed, right? Or right. We, don't, we don't have what we deserve. Other people have this. And, and again, we're just mad and angry about it. It can, it can show up in striving, right? right? It, can, it can show up as we just like keep pushing and pushing and pushing because we're working hard 90 mm-hmm. hours a week because we're trying to accomplish something because we, we need to be like other people, right? Yeah. It can it can show up as as being offended, right? Somebody doesn't, uh, you know, doesn't even purposely not invite you somewhere, or you don't get included, but you get offended quickly mm-hmm. because deep down in your heart you're insecure, mm-hmm. and because you didn't get invited or you didn't get asked to do something, right? It, you're offended, um, but the root of it is insecurity, and sometimes the root is pride and arrogance. Some of the most mm. prideful people, the most bragging, arrogant people are actually insecure, and they're just trying to show off their life, right, yeah. because they're insecure in their heart, mm. right? And I mean, and, and at the end of the day, whenever we wrestle with this, it's painful. It hurts sometimes because we're like, oh, what's wrong with me? Yeah, yeah, it is painful, and it, it does hurt, and uh, I experienced that a lot just in, in my own story. I know when I went to college, I was fresh out of, out of my hometown, and I was I was going to college. I was a I was a music major. I was uh, studying worship and church music ministry, and I was uh, I felt called to be a worship leader, a worship pastor, and that was what I felt set out to do. But after my first year at, at college, I went to a Christian university. I began to see all my friends uh, rising up and getting opportunities to lead worship or, uh, or speak at these conferences or just be used by God in like huge, incredible ways. And I, I put myself out there. I auditioned for every worship team I could and didn't quite make the cut. And I began to wonder, like, what's wrong with me? Like, why didn't I make it? Like, am I not talented enough? Do I not have, like, the worship leader look? Do I not know the right people? Is, is there something wrong with me and my relationship with God? Is what's, what's wrong with me as to why? I felt so rejected by that, you know? Mm. And so what I, I experienced was this shift where my second year at Valley Forge, I became an RA, and it was kind of a last-minute thing. I was an assistant RA at first, but then one of the other RAs dropped out last minute. Excuse me. And 
he, uh, they asked me, you know, hey man, we need somebody. Would you be interested? And I said, sure, I'll do it. And the Lord just kind of taught me how to serve, not on a stage in front of people, uh, not getting all the glory and all the credit, but he taught me how to have a pastor's heart. And, mm-hmm. and at the school that I went to, That's we awesome. looked at as our RAs as the pastors of the floor. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And and I just really began to to serve people by by living my life as an example of Christ, leading Bible studies, and just on a on a different level. And the Lord taught me uh, what it, it it really looks like when you love people, not just when you're on stage in front of people. It, it was it was more of 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 a people-centered ministry, and that was so important. And the Lord really used that to humble me. It was such a humbling experience, and and I still I got really bitter about it. I I remember graduating like they didn't let me lead worship, and I was a music major. Like that's so whatever. But the Lord so gently spoke to me. That wasn't your story. That wasn't mm-hmm. your season to do that. And so it, it's all about His timing. It's all about His will. So wow, yeah. that's awesome. That's awesome. And and again, you know, when you hear about his timing, when you hear about his will, you just hear like it's really about Jesus. And you're right. It is all about Jesus. And when we bring it back to Jesus, that's when it shifts. That's when the narrative shifts. Yeah. And so John's remedy for insecurity in this passage is he brings it back to Jesus. And a lot of times in our situations in life, as soon as we bring them back to Jesus, that's when our clarity comes. Mm-hmm. But John says... I am not the Christ, but I have been sent before him. John says, I came just prepared a way for Jesus. You know, he says, I am not the bridegroom. And he talks about this uh, wedding analogy. And we, we hear that analogy a lot in scripture as, as the church is the bride of Christ. But uh, he says, I am not the bridegroom, but I stand beside the bridegroom. And on the wedding day, when you do that, you can only be happy for the bridegroom. And he also talks about increasing, uh, God increasing and we decreasing. That's something that we Christians say a lot. He must increase and I must decrease. Yeah. God has to be magnified. It's it's not about us. And he is above it all. He is above all things. And I think the bottom line here is, is John knew his calling. Mm-hmm. And I think when you know your calling, like John knew, like, I'm not the Messiah. I'm not Jesus. Yeah. I'm not him. I only came to prepare the way for him. And I think when you know your calling, all those voices in your head or even outside of your head that maybe people or social media or the pressures um, that you you hear all the time, those voices don't matter as much as the voice of Jesus when you know your calling. Amen. So. Amen. And, and again, Jesus' calling is to be the Lord, right? Yeah. He's His calling is to be in the center of everything. Yeah. Our calling is not to be in the center. Mm-hmm. And every single time we're insecure, it's we're in the center of it, right? And we sometimes need to just gently be reminded, sometimes need to be hit over the head with a two-by-four. <laughs> the world does not revolve around you. And the truth is the world doesn't revolve around me, right? God is the creator. He's the one who holds all things together, Colossians 1.17, right? He's the one who's returning, right, to save the world, right? He's going to be the one coming back one day, not me. It's his spirit that draws people to him, not me. Uh, It's his power through his spirit that, I mean, it's his spirit that gives us power to change our lives. He's the one who touches our family. He's the one who fills us with love. He's the one who gives us grace. Listen, every time we're jealous, every time we're discouraged, every time we're prideful, it's about me. Yeah. But every time we see the big picture, we can pull back from those things and say, it's not about me. It's about Jesus. And that's mm. very humbling sometimes. It takes a lot of courage to allow ourselves to be humbled. Even just think John's word. John's saying, he must increase. Okay, 
but I must decrease. Yeah. I must go lower. I must humble myself. But see, when we're, when we're prideful or when we're depressed or discouraged, we put up a wall. We don't receive anything from, you know, you can't talk to me or I don't want anybody to talk to me. I'm, I'm so sad about my situation. But when we can humble ourselves, we can receive. And let me just share because Jesus just doesn't want us to like stay in some lowly, humble place in the corner. Because remind it, re, let me remind you that in that humble state, we receive his love. Mm-hmm. John 15, 9 says, as the Father loved me, so I love you. I mean, God loves us so much. The same way that the, God the Father loved Jesus, he loves us. I mean, that's incredible. He has a special calling for our life, just like Nick shared, right? He had a calling for me. It wasn't to lead worship. It was to be an RA at the time, right? He has his perfect timing. You know, Nick mentioned that. Sometimes, you know, he used us to, to reveal that we need healing in our life, that there's still a place of healing that we can go to and say, Jesus, heal our emotions, right, and our souls and from our situations. And ultimately, we can receive his salvation mm. because we can compare ourselves and we can say we don't measure up or I don't feel good enough. But Jesus says here at the last mm. verse in John 3, says, whoever believes in the Son has eternal life. I mean, that's open to everyone, and we can receive that, yeah. but we won't receive that until we humble ourselves. And even in that humble place, we can receive his power. Jesus said, "For to whom a God has sent utters the words of God, for he gives the spirit without measure. I'm so thankful that we're reminded that God gives a spirit without yeah. measure. So, Nick, just how, how can someone apply this to their lives specifically or practically? And maybe somebody listening here, you wrestle with insecurity. So go ahead, share. Sure, sure. I think the first thing that I, I talked about earlier is just to know your calling just just know that that you are loved by God and your first and foremost calling before it, it looks like anything else is just to love God and to love people that yeah, is your that's calling right. you're that's, right. that's the first thing that's the bottom line and despite serving whatever in a tangible way like yes we are called to do that but your first calling is just to love God and to love people so know your calling uh, next I would say just be honest about it uh, don't hide it, but share it with somebody that you know and that you can trust with it. And and because I feel like when when you are honest about some of these things that are in the dark, when you bring them to yeah. light, that's yeah. when healing takes place, right. and that's when when clarity yeah. comes. And yeah. and just trust God. That was one huge word that the Lord like spoke upon me in my time in college was just just trust me, just trust my process, and we just have to trust His calling, trust yeah. His timing, and and trust His love. Mm-hmm. Uh, and just some practical ways, uh, some tangible ways, uh, limit your social media use. Like it is just a highlight reel and it's not bad in and of itself. I know that I'm kind of the guy who runs our church's social media page, but uh, it's it can be a toxic thing if you're constantly scrolling through Facebook and Instagram and just comparing yourself to other people's highlight reels. It's just, it can be discouraging sometimes when that's what you live for. Uh, so maybe you have to take a break from social media uh, for a bit, but just limit it a little bit. And toxic people, sometimes there's a toxic person in your life that that isn't quite encouraging you. We should surround ourselves with with encouraging people. We should surround ourselves with people who who see the good in us and want to pull that out. I think there's a difference between someone who like knows that you're better than than the way you're living and they try to pull the best out in you yeah. than somebody who just wants to point out your flaws just because they're insecure too. Yeah. I think there's a difference between the two and, and we have to get rid of that second person. We have to get rid of that person who is just toxic and is pointing out our flaws. 
And this is always a good remedy, scripture and prayer. Just yeah, fill always. your heart up with That's scripture. Right. Fill your life up with prayer. Just saturate your home with, with the presence of the Holy Spirit. Yeah. And when you pray for more of the Holy Spirit, the Lord's going to give it to you. And Galatians 5.16 even says, you know, walk by the Spirit so that we don't... Um, we don't uh, gratify. Gratify, yeah, sorry, the desires of our flesh. And so when we live by the Spirit... We, we can be secure that he is going to speak on our behalf, that, that he is going to walk us through whatever the Lord has for us. So those are just some personal uh, ways that have helped me in my life uh, when it comes to insecurity, and I'm by no means there. Right. I have not made it. And, and none of us are there yet, and I want to yeah. encourage you, keep on the journey of overcoming insecurity. Allow Jesus into your insecurity you know, I, I think we all are going to wrestle with this um, for our lives. You know, we all wrestle with yeah. pride, right? And and am I good enough? And uh, But keep inviting Jesus into that. Keep being honest about it. And I know that he'll give us the power to just find our value in him and to really be able to live and do what he's completely called us to do. I want to pray for you today. Maybe there's somebody here uh, who you just uh, can relate to what Nick shared in his story. You can relate to just battling insecurity. It's obviously something we just have to be honest about. And, um, and I want to pray for you. So let's pray. God, thank you again for this time that we can dig deep into this word here in John chapter 3. And Lord, as we see stories from, from so many years ago where people wrestled with jealousy and insecurity, Lord, it, it helps us to be okay that, hey, we wrestle with it too. But, but thank you, Lord, that John was such an example of, of turning it back to Jesus and, and keeping Jesus at the center. And, and we just confess right now that, Jesus, we want you at the center of our lives. We want it to be about you. Lord, forgive us for the times that we put ourselves in the center of our lives. And Lord, every time we do that, it does not work. Mm -hmm. So Lord, help us right now, Lord, through the power of your Holy Spirit to, to get our eyes off of ourselves, to get our eyes on you, to keep you at the center of our lives, and to find and know the purpose that you have for our lives. And as Nick said, even if that just means today's a day that I get to love God and love people, thank you for that purpose. And as we do that faithfully, Lord, we know that we'll have other opportunities, God. Mm -hmm. So we love you and we thank you in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Well, again, thank you for joining us for this Going Deeper podcast. If this has been an encouragement, like it, share it. Um, we love any feedback you want to give us. And also just remember to keep going deep into the bedrock of God's word. Thank you.